Hello and welcome to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, the show where I get a chance to speak with today's top pizza entrepreneurs and marketing experts, ask them what's working in their business so you can learn how to use the same things that they're using to grow successful businesses, whether that be social media or direct mail or online or offline marketing. We ask them the tough questions to help you grow your business. We do that with our podcast. The course is over at smartpizzamarketing.com, our Facebook group. Uh, all the blog posts we have over there. So go check out smartpizzamarketing.com. I've been adding a ton of stuff over on the on the website, uh, whether that be blog posts or the point of sales page, the online ordering page, and coming soon in the marketing page where I'll uh, be adding some products and services uh, marketing-based to help you grow your business. I'll be interviewing them and adding them to that page. So go check that out over at smartpizzamarketing.com. Uh, today's show is going to be a solo show, no interview. Uh, over the weekend, I was using Snapchat a lot and messing around with some features, and I found four or five really super awesome features that you probably don't know about. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably either using Snapchat a very little or haven't really developed a plan or strategy to use it in the future, and I want to help you use Snapchat. I really think that, you know, I've talked about Snapchat in the past. We did a whole live show about it. I did a podcast recently about it, and I think that it's going to be a tremendous app for you to use uh, to get attention. Here's the thing. With Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, for that matter, you see the preview of what's coming ahead on those social networks. So if you're browsing through your feed in Instagram and you know a, a picture catches your eye, you know the description in the link you read, you know, you don't have to click the link in the bio. You don't have to go to a website. It's kind of right there. If they're clever or they're good and they can get you interested in going to that link on the website, you go to it. And the same thing with Twitter and Facebook. See, what Snapchat does is it gives you nothing. So if someone's really good at creating content, you, and you can get a following, the only way that your following is going to be able to see what content you created on Snapchat is to actually watch it. There's no preview, there's no wording beforehand. You can see a tiny picture, kind of what it is, but there's really nothing that you get out of that. So you have their attention. And if you're good, and you can put a story together really well, you have their attention for the whole story. And that's why I love Snapchat, because it forces your followers to actually watch or listen to whatever you produce, as long as you keep doing good stuff. Now, here's the thing, if you're, produce boring stuff, or it's the same thing over and over again, you might get them for that first couple stories, but then they're going to drop off. Or if they check on you every once in a while, and it's the same stuff, maybe they don't come back. So you have to make sure that you change it up, engage with them, and make sure that it's, uh, you know, creative, funny, lighthearted, and entertaining. But that's why I love Snapchat so much, because you have that attention grab. And you know, that's what marketing is all about. We're all trying to do marketing, and what we're really trying to do is get people's attention to listen to or watch or shop at our place, and the marketing is what gets them to do that. And Twitter and Instagram and Facebook are great because you can get in front of a targeted audience, but Snapchat really captures their attention, and you can really tell a story really well through there. So this podcast episode is going to be about four or five things on Snapchat that I've found out recently that you probably don't know about. And if you do know about these things, shoot me an email, bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com because you're a Snapchat ninja and I want to have you on the show 
and talk to you. So let's just get right into this. Uh, this is going to be the first trick. And I don't really want to call them tricks. They're just kind of tips that uh, and things that, you know, the thing about Snapchat is it's not very intuitive. You don't really know how to use it. There's no manual on how to use it or these are what the features do. This is exactly how all the function at. You kind of got to play around with it and see how it works. So this is something that I was playing with over the weekend and I realized this and I need this because um, when I take a photo or a video on Snapchat, my thumbs are really big and it gets annoying to hold that, hold the camera in the bottom. So now if you pull up your Snapchat app on your phone, do it right now. I'm going to wait a second for you to do this so you can kind of follow along with me. Okay, you got it? So when you pull up your Snapchat app and you open the app, you'll see in the top middle, there's the Snapchat logo. The bottom middle, there's that circle that you press to either take a photo or a video. And what you normally do is you'll hold the phone in the bottom of your hand. And I'm doing this so if I step away from the microphone here, I'm kind of doing this as I record this episode. And if you're like me, you'll hold it with a, you know two or three fingers and you press that button. And I have rather large thumbs, so as that red circle goes around to take a video, I do not really see where it ends until it gets to the very end. And it kind of catches me off guard sometimes. Now, what you can do is you can hold it in the palm of your hands, and here's where the trick comes in. You use the volume buttons to either take a photo or a video. So now you have complete control with your palm of your hand and you can really hold it at the right angle and it's way more steady than holding it at the very bottom with it kind of protruding out of your hand and you know it gets wobbly or if you try to take a picture sometimes that picture comes in blurry because it's moving constantly so that's something that i learned recently and it's changed my snapchat world so use the volume button use that trick from now on when you go out there and take your next video i guarantee you it's going to be able to help you with the timing of your video in the quality of your pictures. Okay, so number two, and this is something that I'm really bad at. I always take a photo or a video, and I'm just so excited to just get it out there to the public or to the snap my Snapchat fans. Fans, I don't know, I have like five of them. What do you mean Snapchat fans? Um, I try to get it out there and as quick as possible. I get so excited, and I tell people not to do this all the time, and I do it myself. You know, Really think about when you're gonna publish something. And not just get so excited that you've actually done it that you just send it out right away because it might not be the best strategy. Snapchat's a little bit different because it has a story feature and it goes away in 24 hours. So that doesn't necessarily apply. Um, but I get so excited when I take a video or a picture that I just send it out. And I don't always add a filter. Um, but something I was messing around with over the weekend, and if you follow me on Snapchat, you have seen me kind of putting out some posts that were messing around with some different kind of things on there. And if you haven't followed me yet, go to at Smart Pizza Tips on Snapchat. If you head over to the blog post, smartpizzamarketing.com, or on Twitter, at Irving Media, my, my Snapchat code is all over the place there, so you can just add me there. So if you're listening to this and you're on Snapchat or you want to get some tricks about Snapchat, follow me and add me as a friend. All right, back to this trick. So this is adding multiple filters. So you, you know that if you take a video or a picture, you slide to the left and you get filters. Uh, what you can do is select the filter you want, whether that be a black and white one or a geo filter if you're in a specific area that has a filter, and select that first photo, and you can do this up to three, uh, that first filter rather, and you can do this up to three filters. What you do is select the filter, hold the screen over the filter with your finger, and then continue swiping. 
and you can get another filter on there. And then when you select that second filter, you can hold that one and swipe again up to three filters. So this will allow you to do, if you wanted to do a black and white, a geo filter, and the time or the temperature or the speed limit, you can do multiple filters on one picture or video. And I thought this was really cool, even though I probably always, I'm always gonna forget to do this because I always forget to put a filter on there. Um, but I'm gonna really try to try to test it out. So if you follow me on Snapchat over the next week, if you're listening to this uh, in June or early July, you can follow me on Snapchat and I'll be messing around with these things and maybe I'll come up with some more ninja chirks to help you out. So that's number two. Number three is if you use emojis and say you're walking with your dog or your kid and you select the smiley face emoji. This is a new update. You can take the video, select the person's head or the animal's head or whoever it is and select an emoji and stick it on their head. And the emoji will move with the video. You know, fil uh, Snapchat's filtering or uh, recognition software is so good that it knows exactly where the people are moving, the face recognition, it's just unbelievable. So the number three one would be take a, an emoji and take a video of you walking or you walking with a friend or a dog or whoever it may be and stick an emoji on their head and walk around with them. Then that emoji will follow them on their head. And you can kind of do this with, um, I saw one that was pretty clever with somebody like water skiing or on a boat and someone put an emoji on their head as they were flying across the water and the emoji just kept going along with them. And it was really super clever. So you could add an emoji with that. You could add a couple filters. You can use your volume button to take video so you get better frame. So that's the number three one is to try it out, take a video, put an emoji on someone's head or anything for that matter, anything that's moving on your screen, a bird that's flying along, put an emoji on there and it'll fly along with it. So test it out. That's number three. All right, so this is number four. And this one got me for a while because I couldn't figure this out. Um, so if you open up your Snapchat app and you take a photo or a video and you want to doodle something, maybe you, you can do a couple things. You can write with the wording, not doodle, write some text and then you can, there's three selects. So if you write a text, there's like a black bar that goes across and then you can select the text again and it'll get bigger. And then if you select it again, it'll kind of uh, put it all in the middle there. So what you can do is, and if you notice that something's missing there, it's, you know, you hit the barcode, you can change the color, but what's missing is black, white, and gray. So yeah, you, you have to pull out your Snapchat app in order to really see what I'm doing here. So I'm going to take a picture as I'm doing this podcast here, and then I'm going to write a text in there. So I'm going to say, hello, and then you'll see it come up in the middle. You can move that up and down the text there. And if you hit the little it looks like a pencil almost or a pen, you'll hit that and it automatically comes up red. And then you'll see it goes kind of blue, uh, purple, blue, light blue, green, yellow, red. Now, if you take your finger and you hold it on that and you slide all the way down past, past whatever it is on the screen. So you're way off the thing now and you move it over to the left, you'll see white. If you go down the bottom there, you'll see like maroon. And then if you go up to the top, you'll see uh, white or gray or black and you can really get different colors. So the bottom right hand corner of your screen You can do black So you're gonna scroll hold the color thing all the way down way past it almost to where the blue arrow mark is That normally goes to your story and then go over to the left and as you do that you'll see the colors changing uh, from like maroon to 
white to gray. And then if you go to the bottom left-hand corner, it's going to be black. So that's how you get black, white, and gray. Now, the thing else you can do is once you do type it out, and you'll have to use the bigger blocks when you do type this out, you can select the different words on there. So if you write, listen to the Smart Pizza Marketing podcast, I could select Smart Pizza Marketing, make that one color. Listen could be a different color, and then two could be a third color. So you could really change up the colors of that text. It doesn't always have to be the same color. So you, here's what you do. Write something, make it the block letters, click on the pencil on the top, slide your finger all the way down to the right or to the left, and then really see what colors come up. And then in order to change the colors of the word, all you have to do is select, just like you would if you're selecting in an email or a text, select that word, and then you can change the color to whatever you want it to be. So I thought that was a cool hit trick. Um, that I did not know about. And I was actually listening to somebody else's podcast and they mentioned that. Um, and I did not know that. So try that out. Change the colors of your wording. You can get black and white and gray and see if your friends notice and they say, hey, how did you get black, white, and red? Not red, gray on those words. So I thought that was a cool trick. And hopefully that was something that you didn't know about. And if you did, shoot me an email. I want to talk to you. All right, so here's my last tip for Snapchat. So you've seen snaps from, you know, celebrities or, you know, well-known in uh, Snapchatters and they have really high quality audio. And sometimes you'll see people who do uh, a snap and they'll start with some music and you know that this, uh, the music is playing in the background on their laptop or another device because it's not that great of audio. What you can do with Snapchat is, and here's a word of caution, you cannot do this with the headset plugged in. So it has to be no headset plugged in, uh, native to the iPhone microphone without any headset or anything plugged in. And you can pull up any kind of audio, whether it be a podcast or uh, Pandora or any, if you have a music app on your phone and you want to have really high quality audio or uh, music on your snap. So what you'll do is you'll go to Pandora or the podcast if you want to use someone's voice or the music app, hit play. And then open up your Snapchat app. And then as you hit record for that video, Snapchat will pull in that audio. And it'll be really high quality audio right on the device itself. And you can use that as a way to start a music. So go play Pandora or go find a video or a uh, music that you want to hit play on. Hit play, go to Snapchat, start your recording, and it'll natively involve that audio into the snap. Now, I thought that was a really cool thing. I don't really do that too much with the audio, but I see a lot of people doing that. Um, and they used to use a second device in order to just kind of play music in the background as they're talking to the thing, but go check it out. Uh, hey, do me a favor, go listen to this podcast, pull in the audio from this podcast, me talking about it and snap it. And then, uh, send me a snap with you doing that. I want to see if it works. Um, yeah, so I thought that was really cool. So those are this is a quick podcast episode this week. Those are four or five things that I've learned about Snapchat uh, that I thought you would love to know and love to mess around with. And hopefully you didn't know any of those. And if you did, email me, Bruce, at smartpizzamarketing.com. We'll do a show because if you know those four or five things, all of them, you probably know much, much more about Snapchat that I could learn from and that we could have other people learn from as well. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. 
Uh, we've been doing a lot of things over on the blog. Go check out the blog, smartpizzamarketing.com. We have some spots open for the mastermind group. If you want to check that out too, you can head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. Uh, for our live Monday night shows, probably be doing this on Google Plus for the next few weeks. Uh, Facebook just recently announced, and we uh, mentioned this in our uh, Facebook group, Tech Savvy Restaurants. So if you want to head over to the blog post for this episode number 72, uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for you to join. It's a free Facebook group, uh, Tech Savvy Restaurants. And in that group, we just talk about, you know, point of sale systems or what's going on with technology or social media. I post updates in there. And the Facebook group is better than the Facebook page because the Facebook group, uh, there's just more interaction between the members who are in there. And you just get notified a little bit more when uh, a post is posted rather than on the Facebook page. It, it doesn't really get posted all that often. So uh, that was, again, that was Tech Savvy Restaurants. If you just go to Facebook and then Groups and then Google Tech Savvy Restaurants, uh, we'll pop up first and you can just join in and uh, I'll add you. No, uh, it's free to join and there's like 60 or 70 people in there so far. So go check that out. Uh, so I was saying Facebook recently announced and I was mentioned that because I put this in the Facebook group that pretty soon, hopefully in the fall of 2016, they're going to be adding uh, waiting rooms and two people on a Facebook Live. So you can have a co-host. So as you know right now, if you follow the Smart Pizza Marketing podcast and the live show, you know that we do the live show. We've been doing it on Blab with my co-host, Mike Ganino. Um, and I'm going to be having some guests on, some really well-known guests in the pizza industry join us in the next few weeks. I have some stuff scheduled, almost like mini masterminds with these guys. So you can ask them questions. Come join us live. And we're going to do the next few on Google+. Plus. But with this announcement that Facebook had about being able to have two people on a Facebook Live and a waiting room, uh, I think that's going to be a huge game changer for us. And I really feel bad for Periscope and YouTube Live, which is live right now, and Google Hangouts because with Facebook, if Facebook can really do this well and it works really well, I don't see any other reason to use any other live video platform. Unless you have an extremely large following on Twitter and you do not on Facebook, I just think that the organic search for Facebook Live and this thing where you can add a co-host to your Facebook Live is just going to be a complete game changer. So all that being said, for now, we're going to be on Google Plus until they get that solved. Because for right now, on Facebook Live, you can only have one person. And the live show just isn't as fun if it's just me on there all the time. I have been doing a lot of Facebook Lives during the Monday, uh, Monday mornings. Um, I might even start doing like Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Facebook Live, answering some questions for 10 or 15 minutes just to see the questions that I've gotten asked over the weekend or any questions you have. So uh, follow me on Facebook page. And if I go live, it notifies you there. I'm not going to go live in the Facebook group because that'll be annoying. Uh, but follow the Facebook page for that. All right. I think that's going to do it for this episode. So uh, Monday nights, Google Plus, just head over to smartpizzamarketing.com. On the right-hand column, all the stuff's there. I'm not going to say anything else about that. If you haven't yet, subscribe on iTunes. Maybe leave me a rating and review. Uh, really helps me grow the show. The more ratings and reviews I have when I do reach out to people to have come on the show that have rather large followings, if there are ratings and reviews for the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, it helps with the credibility to get them to say yes. Um, and that helps me help you. So go leave me a review on iTunes. I appreciate it. If you do, shoot me an email. Let me know you did. I'll shoot you a virtual high five. And we'll see you Monday night for our live show. If you have any questions, again, Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. See ya.